For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. Very quickly, a thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon, Joey. We thank you for your support. And, of course, to all of our other wonderful patrons who make this all possible. If you would like to become a patron as well, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press. All right. Well, we have uh, Roma preparing to face a side from Veneto at the weekend, which is always fun, particularly when the match is at the Dentagori. Are we going to get a tourist invitation? In no, I, I'm... I'm exhausted and anything i say will just be a regurgitation as to uh growing up in veneto and why i am bitter and uh, why i am a, a podcast host and why <laughs> and why i am so jaded in my life why i'm so jaded where you know you go to outside the bentagori or forget even the stadium you fly into either to get the Vicenza again, you either have yep, to fly. There we into, go. I knew it. You have see, to I fly see. into either Verona. There we go. Or Venezia. Uh, pick your poison, really. They both suck. Marco Polo. Marco Polo. <laughs> the best airport in the world. Uh, if you fly into, again, if you fly into Venezia, uh, tourist galore, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, old people. And that's it. <laughs> that's that's the Italian yeah. population. What is no no no? no. It, <laughs> hold on. It is all it, every time I fly there. Okay, it is all Germans, Dutch, and that's it. And American, and American. But uh, well, yeah, because they need the humidity. You know, they need the humidity and the grayness of of the Veneto region, and that's what you yeah. get. You know. <laughs> Well, the best part yeah, is that's to, what you pay for. again, we're both born in the country, but then we also spent significant time in other countries as well. Yes. It is like I have to be punished when I'm in the U.S. by living in essentially what essentially it Cleveland, Ohio is. The Vicenza of the United States. It is mind-boggling to me. <laughs> and now uh, you, you are in different countries. I mean, I, I will talk to you country. one day. You're in. Yes. Uh, uh, you are in an I uh, uh, some yes, Spanish an island, island, and then the next yes. you are at at, at, <laughs> at the, a, a, a bar in Vermont dancing with a, <laughs> that's a, a, a cougar, that's trying true. to you know, that's trying that's... to. Trying to make yeah. some things happen with you. Exactly. Um, but let me just say, w- when it comes to Italian football stadiums, yes. y- y- you will find no lower tier than the Veneto region. 
Mm-hmm. If you go to Venezia, where, as I told everybody when Venezia was in Serie some years ago, if you go to watch Roma play away against Venezia, you have to bring a construction hat. You have to. Now, mm-hmm. if you want to see them play, and I've said this a million times, whether it's Chievo, Verona, well, RIP, or uh, Hellas, Verona, you don't need a construction helmet. You need to wear extra uh, padding on your shoes because, as you said, uh, the odds of you stepping uh, in onto a, a needle while in route to the stadium, yeah, relatively high. Relatively. So high. you know, uh, more of the same, really. Uh, and if you need to go to the bathroom, you'll be walking in raw sewage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Right. Yes. Yes. Now, at least when you do so at the uh, Dalara, at least you have the charm uh, surrounding you. You I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. Listen, I'm pretty sure that the the Veneto tourism uh, administration really needs a boost. And um, we are open for work opportunities. So we welcome any kind of uh, ads that the Veneto region would like to run on this podcast. Because every time that Hellas Verona plays Roma, John goes full Veneto rage mode, and uh, and and that's why they stay up. You know, that's why they yes. don't go to Serie B because every time that they go into a playoff game and to to try and fight relegation, you go out of your way to say, "Oh, they're going down," and then th- that's exactly the opposite of what happens. Um, so you're doing it to yourself, man. And and here we go. We got another beautiful. We got another beautiful weekend in in uh, in Verona, and um, we're looking once again at going to the Bentegodi. Hopefully, in you know the pitch will be in in uh, semi decent conditions. The weather will be semi acceptable, um, and and there we go again. You know, it's uh, right, it's like right. It's 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 like uh, that. You know, it's like that guy from the street that you. You don't like, but and he's constantly saying, "Hey, what's up, man?" And you don't, you have no interest in pursuing a conversation. But at the end of the day, he'll you know he'll catch you at a moment where you have nothing else better to do, and you'll be like, "Okay, you know, whatever." I'll kid it with him a couple of hours. And well, at least you can say when with. people ask which part of the country you you, uh, you hail from, you can at least you have the benefit of saying a region, you know, that people fair. The, the the name recognition when when I say Vicenza and when I narrow it down more specifically to Asiago, nobody knows. Oh what, come on, man! What oh, I am talking? Do you know what I say I, here? I I, I I promise this is the last complaint I will say of it. I say I just say near Venezia or near uh, yeah, yeah, the United States. I just yeah, say yeah, near yeah. Venice. That's it. That that's what I say. I don't even say specifically because I'm too embarrassed. So yeah. um. Yeah, it's like it's like if you're from Riverside and you say, "Oh, I'm from Los Angeles." That's pretty much <laughs> how it works, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I mean, so if you want to know why I'm so jaded and why I, you know, why I am who I am, uh, that's that's the simple explanation. So that's that's that'll be a whole other episode of why yeah, John we'll, Solano we'll is John day. Solano. That's. <laughs> So, so there's no need for me to use this as my therapy any further. Uh, I will say, uh, before we get into Roma, Verona, better late than never. 
because uh, Roma are closing in on uh, Sardar Azmoun, a guy who should have joined the club, what, two 2021. years ago? 2021. Yes, 2021. instead of Shomurodov. Yep. A guy I remember who... you were in, in direct contact with him. Yeah. Direct contact. In fact, with his... It, when we... People get... Could, if you are if you don't speak Italian and when we do those articles, Andy and Andy, Andy, Jesus, Andy, and we write the word and, and it is a, a, a bit cringe when we say like the the entourage. Yeah, the entourage. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knows really what that is other than a, 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 a television show that was OK in the beginning and then really fell off in yeah. latter stages. Nobody knows what it means, but it's provocative. That's that's for yeah. that brothers. <laughs> Great. Yes. Nobody knows what that means. Asmoon is one of the things when when we when I when we write or I have wrote in the past, I'm fairly certain I still have a tweet out there saying he is very, very close. Antoraja, I actually mean a group of people who oversee this guy's affairs. I had to talk to a father, a cousin, actually two cousins, and then an uncle. Uh, once yeah. or twice removed, uh, just people who in my life, I, I it, it, to find the equivalent of who I had to talk to for this guy's family, I don't even know who they would be. I don't even know where they live. Never met them for my family. But this guy, he has and an that, entire. That's how, that's how football works. And people don't understand it. But like the the whole deal with Samarjic with Inter, that's that's exactly why it collapses because you got fathers, you got cousins, you got ankles messing up the deal with with uh, with uh, Rafaela Pimenta, who's a legitimate agent, uh, trying to do something, and and the family getting in the way. Or like when you were yes. in contact with Diawara's entourage, it it ranged from lawyers to grandfathers. You know, like that's. <laughs> Everyone needs their taste, man. It's yeah. unfortunate. It, um, should any of my children ever make it, one, if one of my 11 children ever make it to, to the top flight of professional football, even at a moderately high level, I will disappear. You won't hear a thing from you me. You will not be part of their entourage. It, it blows my mind how uh, many people, uh, you know, too many cooks in the kitchen. I yeah. cannot tell you how like it, it, it is astounding to me that a, a guy at this level, and a guy was, like Asmun, you know, twenty years old, an Iran international, played in Zenit, now play, played in Bayer Leverkusen. Of all people, this guy has a big team representing him and overseeing his affairs. Yeah, and I cannot tell you or express enough, and I know you just sort of outlined it there, but how significantly when you deal with a player who has a representative structure such as this how significantly it complicates any sort of deal I, I, commissions agent fees all of this crap man it, it is you dial it up by a factor of 20 when you have these things i i i can't stand it i think uefa is long overdue to to restructure how agents and there is some talk of it how agents are paid and the um, uh, sort of the influence they are able to have. Just as you said, that deal with Inter Samaric, you have Rafaela Pimenta who sets up the entire thing and then it's ready to go. And then at the last moment to have his father come into <laughs> come into the fold and say, actually, you know what? We 
you know the scr that scratch on the back end. We need it to be a bit higher. And then Inter, rightfully, by the way, saying, no, 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 no. You may have been able to do that with uh, the 25th um, version of, you know, Vicenza and Serie C. But no serious club should ever put up with this stuff. And I, I'm actually glad to see that uh, Inter did that because clubs need to take a stand against this crap because I, it, it is just, it's wholly unprofessional. It is something that you would only expect in Italian football. However, it does happen elsewhere quite consistently. But that is my long-winded way of saying better late than never. Finally, my tweet that is three years old of him being close can actually bear some sort of fruit. Um. Andy, it, it, for him, for Asmun, it really is a story of uh, two chapters. You have, you have his time in Russia, and you have his time after Russia. Uh, the the in Russia, very good chapter. The after Russia is the Godfather Three equivalent of a player's career. See, uh, there you go. Uh, once again, you go with the Vicenza thing, and I will have to go with the defending of the Godfather Three thing. I can't. Okay, you know, well, 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 I, I don't know. So, somebody else I come up with a better thing. I will not stand the slander of Godfather Three. You know, in it's it's excessive. Okay, I don't like it. So we have to come up with another way of saying these things because at this point, it's just hurtful and mean to Sofia Coppola. Okay, she's do, do, innocent. <laughs> so is Andy Garcia. So is Eli Wallach and Joe Montana, okay? It's a wonderful cast. Uh, some questionable subplots, yes, but the whole movie still moves, still flows. I I, str I still strongly recommend it. Okay, fine. Then you can recommend it. My So my everlasting image burned into my head of Asmund. Do you remember that sitter that he missed against Roma in the Europa League? I mean, yeah, yeah, sitter, like, uh, yeah, Andy. that was sitter, on the, re a, a, a the sitter. I mean, I wouldn't call it a sitter. It was in the oh, return leg. It was no, come on. It was in the final ten minutes. He had like two defenders on NASA him. NASA satellites could not have picked the thing oh, up that he had. That shot was so far off. Are come we talking on, about man. the same shot? Are, are we talking about the same shot? Because I remember a, a shot where he takes the ball basically on a volley, and it just it just goes next. No, to see, the we're talking Roma's of different post. ones. Then ah, we're, we're there talking, you go. Okay, well, see, but anyway, okay. so so that that is my ver uh, my view of him. Um, it has not gone good for him in Germany. P I mean, that is putting it about as as kindly and as gently as one could, in my opinion, because this guy had a a ton of clubs trying to get him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When he wanted yeah. to leave uh, Russia, okay, so yeah. The number of suitors was off, uh, off of the charts. Okay, and Roma yeah. were so so close to getting him before Shamuradov. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I watched because it mind you, Sh Shamuradov, or rather Asmun at that time was supposed to come in and play in that duo with Edin Dzeko before yes. Edin Dzeko changed his mind and left. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. 
Correct. And he, he is before Tammy. So, so he represents quite a, um, not getting him was really when Roma and obviously when he had that in Dzeko decided to go, uh, that was really the turning point of the 2021 uh, transfer market. But anyway, so since going to Germany with Bayer Leverkusen, okay, let, let's just go through this very, very, very quickly. 44 appearances, five goals, five assists. Oof. Prior to that, we Zenit. 62 goals, 23 assists, and 104 appearances. I, I, I don't know. Part of me says this is worth the risk, and you can get the guy to perhaps explode, maybe for one reason or another. It just did not work out for him uh, in the Bundesliga. And this is a chance for him to come to the place, and he was very close to originally anyway. And by the way, that was at the behest of Jose Mourinho. That was at the request yep. of Jose Mourinho. Yes. He loved this at guy. This specific, yeah, at this specific request, yeah. So I don't know how I should feel about this. Part of me says, yes, worth the risk. Because you're 12, the figures we are looking at, okay. Um, 10, 12 are, million option. Yeah. Right. You are potentially getting him at a, a one third, quite literally one third of the price that you were talking about uh, just over 24 months ago. But then the other part of me says, well, there is a really good reason for that. A striker who does not score goals. That's what you would be getting. And so, was recently injured. So he yeah, might be yes. sidelined for, for a couple of weeks, something. Like Correct. That. So. It really depends on your general outlook of this. If you want to take the gamble and you think mm. this is worth the roll of the dice, or you think, oh, this guy just sucks, and we really are not getting the level of uh, uh, striker needed to contribute at this moment. Mm. I honestly don't know which side I am on. Admittedly, two years ago, when I was talking to every, perhaps I was just charmed by everyone within his family because they actually were uh, lovely people. Maybe I just got charmed by that. I don't know. But I was excited about the prospect of acquiring him and, and him playing alongside Jekko. We know that didn't work out. And I just look at the data from him in Germany. And again, that tells uh, one third of the story. It doesn't really excite me. It really tempers any sort of uh, enthusiasm I may have for this deal. Where do you come out of it? Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, first of all, I didn't know that Duvan Zapata had so many fans. Um, like so many yeah. oh, other players that on. have been linked to Roma, um, even Arnautovic, mind you, mm, all of a sudden, once that name is gone, which, and again, mind you, Zapata's name today. While I, while I was looking through the Italian news in order to um, to to re relate some of the news on on the website, uh, Zapata's name, Lukaku's name, even were all over the news. And the the whole story was that those are the two names, and those are the two names, and those are the two names, and that's the only that those are the only two options Roma are considering. Blah 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 blah. And uh, nobody knew nothing about this Asmund thing. Um, 
And I think that tells you a lot about how this this whole cycle functions and and how these stories are are told. Because once again, people find themselves going, "Oh man, like now even Zapata doesn't want us," and blah blah. And and uh, we, you know, all of a sudden Zapata becomes the number one guy, whereas up until two weeks ago Zapata was was the enemy because Inter had gotten Arnautovic, who at that point had been the enemy because he had come in listed as an alternative to whoever else. I don't remember anymore because so many names have come up and uh and Roma have tried to to um to engage in talks with 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 so many players and their respective yes entourages that uh the list is is endless at this point. Probably over a hundred names this summer alone. Um I I don't mind you. This is also again coming from somebody who doesn't believe in such strong emotions over the transfer window, which I think is probably the most pointless time of the year because the truth of the transfer window is only revealed afterwards. After the season is done or half even perhaps even halfway, that's when the truth of the transfer window comes out and and that's where it's I think only right to 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 react strongly to something. I I can understand that same some names elicit excitement, some names elicit frustration. Um, I don't feel strongly about Das Moon. I feel maybe strongly about the condition of a player that is uh, is, is injured, come, comes in injured, will will not be able to contribute that right away. That I think that's that's uh, that's not good. That's not good for a team that like Roma. Mm, Really needs to stay sharp and have everybody uh, be 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 ready to go. That's the whole point. That this squad, um, as flawed as or as 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 good, because it really depends on your point of view. As they are, in order to really compete with the top teams, they need consistency, and more specifically, after the season that we've had, consistency in in terms of um, of 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 the physical condition of, of the injuries, which last year have plagued us all the way until the end and, and really caused us to spiral out of the top for a race between March and April. And, and, and we all saw how that took a toll on us. And, and once again, the hope of the transfer window is not really with Roma to attract the big, big names because that's not our reality, but it's, it is to get players that can, maintain a certain level of physical conditioning in order to then contribute to the team and and help the team achieve its objectives. Something that we've struggled for many years by getting players that were important to us, even someone like Paolo Dybala, very important to us, but that, that in uncertainty with regards to his physical condition uh, put us in a tough spot on an, on a number of occasions. So, Getting somebody like Kazmu, who's who's injured, maybe the injury is not that serious, but it's gonna keep him sidelined for for two three weeks. You're already off to the wrong start. Um, somebody who has had trouble scoring goals over the last year and a half, really, because he came in uh, to to Bayer Leverkusen the first year he played in the Bundesliga had nine appearances or something like that. Um he was there halfway. So 
anyway, when you when we were talking about this striker, it was in order to get somebody that is proven, that has had experience of scoring goals, and that can make a difference when called upon. Well, this is a guy that made the difference in Russia. That's a whole different world. Um, and you know, I mean, you have planes falling from the sky and 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 putting killing killing people left and right. So I'm glad was, that Asmun got out of there. Yes. Um, but that's a different reality. You know, that's I have we no don't idea have, where that was going. But yes, we we don't have. <laughs> I'm for we don't. Unfortunately, we don't have plane, planes falling out of the sky and uh, and and Wagner Group leaders um, falling out of the sky. So so it's a different reality for him, and it's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting or challenging to to see somebody who has struggled come into a situation where it's required of him to 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 be right there, ready to go. I think the difference in between him and Zapata, because again, we love this. I love to see that this this change because now all of a sudden, oh, even you couldn't even get Zapata, you know, as if. As if uh, two weeks ago you didn't treat Zapata the same way you're treating Asmun, right? Yeah, now. As, if he sco- the- as if he didn't score what two goals I, last season. Two goals last season missed a long time. So basically, I mean, there is no, there is very little difference. Okay, like the, the Zapata, his best years are behind him, and Zapata's best season was over two years ago. So more or less, you're looking at similar profiles in terms of experience and so on. Um, it, it it comes down to once again Roma being in a position where they have to choose uh Atalanta who are forcing a permanent deal for Zapata who is uh, Zapata what is 32 is that is that is that fair to say Zapata 32 the famous Roma press research yes he's 32 years old getting Duvan Zapata on a on a permanent deal versus getting a younger player who has had problems both in terms of on the pitch and off the pitch in terms of injuries, uh, but on loan with the buy option, you know, if you choose to ignore at the end of the season, that's fine. And you are, you don't have to tie yourself to a, a player that doesn't give you the answers you want. I think at the end of the day, really, it comes down to that. It comes down to potentially Atalanta changing terms, being like, "Hey guys, we don't want this to be a loan with condi- with a, with an option that then turns into an obligation. No, we want this to be a permanent deal." And Roma saying, "Well, no, because we can't do it. You know, we don't want to. He's thirty-two, so what? We sign him on a permanent deal three years. So by the time they he he supposedly leaves the club, he's thirty-five, and he's had so much." trouble in the infirmary no way so let's let us take because again the 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 reality has to sink into some of some some fans and i and i understand because the, the again when i was reading the news today the reality that i was get, being sold by the newspapers this more this very morning was that if it's not zapata it's lukaku you know, until the very last, until Gianluca Di Marzio broke the news of Asmun, everybody was on that tr- on that Lukaku train, and and it's not fair. It's not fair to fans because then the perception is, oh well, Roma really have to go for the star players. No, Roma really don't have to do that, and they're actually not in a position to do that. It's uh, 
in, in, in it's much more realistic for Roma to go for the likes of Marco Arnautovic, Duvan Zapata, or Asmun when their whole objective for the summer was to find the replacement of Tammy Abraham, not even Tammy Abraham's successor. No, a temporary replacement of injured Tammy Abraham for the, for the duration of this season. The starting striker this season was always going to be Andrea Belotti. The player that was supposed to come in was supposed to be a player that can partly cover for Belotti on the nights in Europe, on the cold evenings uh, at the Ferrari Stadium, whatever. Those were the most... So we we have to understand that that's that's the reality. Alvaro Morata was never going to come to Roma to play second fiddle to Andrea Belotti. Same thing as Romelu Lukaku, a guy that is likely to end up with uh, with nothing in his hands and for whom Chelsea are asking 40 million uh, pounds and nobody's willing to give it to yeah. him. As if Roma that's, magically would have that money, no, by the way. Exactly. That's, I, I mean, come you on. Know, I, I, that's, the, that's the whole point is that we're being sold these stories that then get all of a sudden in people's minds get turned into reality all of a sudden Roma are looking for players that are better than Tammy Abraham as Tammy Abraham's temporary replacement like how is that even possible you know it, it doesn't work like that Roma are not Real Madrid they cannot have the backup option being better than the supposed starter Nobody's taking away that starting spot from Andrea Belotti. Nobody's taking that starting spot from Tammy Abram, who's injured and will be out until the early start of, of, uh, of 2024. The point was to bring in somebody that can give you a few goals here and there and who doesn't force you to use Dybala as a false nine in case of Belotti's absence or El Shirawi as a false nine or whatever weird combinations. That was the point. So if you're able to even get, uh, say, 10 goals in all competitions, mind you, I mean, that's, that's me being very, you know, over the top. 10 goals in all competitions from this backup option. I mean, that's, you know, that's money in the bank. That's lovely. Yeah, that's, that's striking that, gold. Yeah. That's, that, but that's, that's, again, those are the expectations that media set out. And then there is the reality, which is different. The reality is you're dealing, the real names on the list are Marko Arnautovic, Duvan Zapata, and Sardar Azmoun. Marko Arnautovic, who's 35, has had injuries, scored a decent amount of goals for Bologna, but besides that, unremarkable career. Duvan Zapata, who's 32 years old, um, has had a terrible injury history over the past two seasons last good season was in what 2020-2021 and then you have Sardar Azmoun who was incredible in Russia and then uh, underperformed in Germany and uh, is now injured that's really what you can pick the only difference is that Arnautovic joined Inter on a permanent deal Duvan Zapata was supposed to join us on a permanent deal and Sardar Moon is likely going to join us on loan with a buy option. And those are the favorable terms. And Roma have to operate on that basis. Not on who's stronger, who's better, but on which option will cost us less in the future. Which option will not come back to haunt us in two, three years time. I think it's simple as that. I, I, 
I don't know how many more forewarnings we need to give to people sometimes ahead of the market, Andy, because nobody ever listens. So there's no point in it anymore. But I will just say one more time. You can have one billion euros fall from the sky into the lap of Roma. They wouldn't be able to spend it because of the UEFA, uh, the, the rules that they have put into place for Roma that they need to follow after they broke the financial fair play uh, rules, along with who else? It was Juve, Milan, uh, Inter. They can't spend money that they are not getting in the form of revenue. And it's as simple as that. It sucks. I don't like it. I would love to see Roma, you know. Oh yeah, is spending on Lukaku. But come on, please. We are, uh, you know, it's uh, we 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 are basically made fun of very often for 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 coming on here and I guess presumably excusing some of these deals. And uh, when I come on here and talk about Asmoon, I said it outright. I don't I don't think it's a good deal in terms of the the player himself, in terms of what is required for the season. But there is my opinion and then uh, and then there is what Roma can do at that moment. And and that is really the difference. Like that's the that's the bottom line is is we all have opinions and we all have views and we would all love to have a really strong team. But then there is that crippling reality that uh, that does not allow you to, to go beyond uh, a certain limit. And so with Asmoon, you're getting one more question mark. And mind you, this, this is a transfer window of question marks. You notice, Rasmus Christensen, that's a question mark. Maybe the closest uh, Hussein Wawar, another question mark guy who hasn't played basically for a whole year. Renato Sanchez filled with injuries. You know, I mean, this guy is riddled with injuries. Uh, Leandro Paredes, underwhelming season at the PSG, underwhelming season at Juve. Question mark. The only maybe closest one to not being a question mark is Evan Dika, who is not starting so, so far for the club. So it's it is a transfer market of question marks which can have an upside that can have a potential and that can turn out to be a surprise. But mostly Roma have to rely on question marks with Asmoon being the latest one, because that is what the, the reality of the situation is. Now, I would love to come on here tomorrow and be like, oh, wow, we, we actually were bullshitting and Romelu Lukaku is actually joining and is going to bank in 20 goals, you know, 25, whatever the, the figure. And, uh, and that would be lovely. But it, it's, um, that's a fantasy world. And, uh, and this, this is the reality right now. The reality is that we go to the Bentegodi. Um, Hopefully, uh, none of the players will make use of the bathrooms while they're there uh, in order not to get any sort of infections and sicknesses and, and viruses and whatever. And um, and we're going to play once again with Andrea Bilotti as our starting striker. We're going to have Paolo Dybala return from suspension. Lorenzo Pellegrini return from suspension. We're going to have Bruno Conti on the bench again. And that's the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is also that we are not guaranteed the three points against Hellas Verona because 
this is football. It's not, we're not Real Madrid. We're, we, we are not known for going out of our way, making things easy and crushing uh, a lesser opponent. Things are tough. This is Roma. Um, it's, uh, this is not, you know, this is not a, a walk in the park. It, was, it never was meant to be. That is the best way to put it and to end an episode concerning anything even remotely connected to Veneto, Verona by extension. Let's just end it there. Obviously, fingers will be crossed for the weekend. We will uh, hopefully see Roma be victorious at the Bentegori. And, you know, this is still very early. I, like you said, having such strong opinions on the market, I, I to me, it, it is a, a, a fruitless exercise simply because when have things ever, you know, uh, 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 when it comes to a player at Roma gone exactly to plan? I mean, Andy, last year at this time, it felt like we were uh, prepared to throw a parade for Vinaldum coming to Roma. And I can't recall a, a, a single thing he did at the club other than get injured. Uh, that's exactly it- how it works. That's exactly how it works. Exactly. Per, per, that's precisely my point, is that there is no point, no point where, you you know, the the excitement or the frustration ever ever pay off. Maybe Dybala is that singular case where it actually works out and maybe it even exceeds the expectations, the feelings that his transfer elicited last summer. But usually with the transfer window, at the end of the day, it's business. It's business. And and in this this economy that Roma are functioning in, it's a business based on having zero money at your disposal. Uh, and and being able to spend zero money, so it's a business of of endless negotiations revolving around temporary deals that can't hurt you in the long run, and that's why getting worked up about it is only normal. Because I mean, we live. I, I always said we it it must have been so wonderful to be a freaking boomer who could you know read uh, the news about. You know, Diego Armando Maradona joining Napoli in the 1980s uh, based on some edition of La Gazzetta dello Sport that would come out in the morning of one day and then find out the next step yeah. the, the next day. You know, you'd have that one 24-hour period of not knowing anything, of just going word of mouth, you know, and... That that was it. That was it. Your view of the tr- how the transfer window worked, it was limited to that, to a headline on La Gazzetta dello Sport. Now, we live in a reality where this is just so, this transfer window, names constantly popping up. Uh, you, got, you got headlines all over the place. You don't know who to trust. You are praying that some unknown fellow who uh, calls, himself, calls himself a journalist uh has the right information and but at the end of the day it's it's just very in in Roma's case it's very ordinary very long very extenuated very tiring transactions that all revolve around the fact that Roma do not have any money to function on uh during the transfer window so 
whatever imaginary figures and whatever imaginary you know ambitions we may have or the media may sell to us there is that and then there is the reality that Roma operate in and the reality that Roma operate in is the reality that um, that will bring uh, Sardar's moon to the Italian capital with a two year delay better late than never Okay, we will be back after the weekend following Roma and the match against Hellas Verona. Until next time, ciao.